we'll get to this together. We're getting it together. We always get together. We always come here. We gather here. We gather here at the crossroads. We ask questions. Who you calling black? Who you calling black? And we're back to who you calling black. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us on this episode. We're going to, you know, just dive right into it. And chop it up and reason it out. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> interesting times. Uh, we get to have interesting conversations. Very, uh, so no, very interesting. It. Okay. <laughs> uh, so DC's ban on cashless businesses have now has cashless policies that there you cannot deny a person um, a cash payment. I love it. You love that you're being forced to accept cash? No, they're not being forced to accept cash. They are being forced. No, they are being forced to accept cash, but they are not denying cashless. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it winds up being, uh, you know, what is it, like protectionism for the dollar. Because imagine the stores in D.C. could say, oh, we don't take cash, right? Well, then they could take any form of payment that funnels into those types of payment accounts like Google Pay, Apple Pay, what have you, right? And those participate in a in an economy, right, where the dollar is becoming less and less valuable. And so if they have to accept cash, that keeps the dollar relevant, I guess. Good, because a lot of people still work on cash because cash is a barter system. You can do a barter system with cash. You can't do barter system cashless. You have everything has to be uh, run through a system you, you cannot pay someone for their work uh, in a cashless system. You can, and people always have, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right now, the barter, the way that we barter is through cash. But, but I mean, that's becoming increasingly true. And I think that... It, it, does, it, 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 it allows for the everyday person, the dude up the street. If I know someone who can give me an oil change for $10... Cash. I'm going to go cash. Right. He, hey, cash. Right. He'll take cash. Yeah, your bud boy might not have Apple Pay. Yeah, right. You know, and you, and, and if people live in that economy, yeah, I mean, and you're absolutely right. I, I also see the level where, you know, like established brick and mortar business who don't, who just don't want to deal with cash. Right. Um, have been trying to move away from because you have to have bank drops. You have to right. have protection for, for you know, uh, currency pickup and all of this kind of stuff. Right. And so, you know, and more and more, increasingly, people, you know, who are retail customers and things like that, you know, service industry, restaurants, things like that, very, you know, increasingly, they're not using cash as much as they have been. Exactly. If they hadn't, if they haven't been using cash, you know, they there there would be an incentive to not accept cash because it just streamlines your business. 
but then you're alienating a lot of people who you actually are. still do use cash. You are, and, and especially with, for your servers, um, tips. A lot of people exactly. still give cash, and that's and that's a part of it because, you know, how is it that in I think in uh, still in DC you can I'm talking into the side of the mic that explains a lot sure. but, uh, yeah because yeah. you know it's way harder to hear this it is but this is easy peasy it I'm is. like what the fuck but so I think it's still you know the minimum wage for tip workers in DC is like two dollars and seventy cents still or I still it, okay let's imagine they raised it to four dollars an hour right you yeah. are yeah, you true. are depending on the on the, on the tips on the on the whim of a stranger but minimum wage as it does well i don't know i want to get into that because i know i was a waitress also so mm. um because yeah, it yeah, depends yeah. on the tips the assumption is that you will get a lot of tips so that and these takes, days everybody's you know, trying to save money is. so people aren't tipping like they have been and well if you have but if you have a five dollar ten dollar and, and and you guys are it's a couple of you at the table and everyone throws their ten dollars together that's a you know that's a nice tip it is for, it for is a party you know it and is. it's easier because that also allows you to uh split up the bill yeah mm-hmm. and, and just you know i'm assuming a lot of people heard about the nonsense when the people were cussing each other out over a party before you go out with people have a conversation have a conversation about, about who's how paying. things gonna get down because you know <laughs> you don't want to be sitting up there at your birthday be like okay yeah yeah we, can. we don't want to yeah so um other rowdy things um i don't know tupac murder should we even i think we have had a long enough time where we can talk about it as an historical event without you know treading i rather say assassination than murder yeah it it was absolutely i've never called it a murder right it's always been an assassination his was a i mean almost to the point of martyrdom because his consciousness his awareness and his voice his activism his conscious activism right about the, the 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 state of who us you know back back in that moment you know we weren't even asking the question right but you know the 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 state of us in america and how it was about to get shaken up and and establishment just could not deal with it and now here we are 30 years later right and and i think enough time has gone by for them to craft a plausible deniability narrative and then like they always do scapegoat this black guy right because you there were too many anomalies in the story for it to be a a straight up and down this is how it went yeah if it was a straight up and down this is how it went it would be a straight up and down this is how it went but there's a bit but when you involve cultural power and systemic power and that crossroads leads to murky conversations every time. Yep. From the from the great enslaved rebellions to oh, what happened? Have you seen 
it was a it was a Miss- real i mean that's the thing that a lot of younger people uh are gonna miss because it was a movement and then it was a it was a conscious movement that was our, our we were it was a very our music was a more very conscious time. i mean after the they got we, rid of those, our those business two was artists, conscious. yeah after after they got rid of a couple people then they flooded it with the pills everything got they, flooded with the pills it got and flooded with the pills it got flooded with the, the yeah. you know, this toxic story this toxic narrative now it, you're talking about what color your anus is, is and and yeah. so yeah i mean we had raunchy stuff too i mean so we had we had raunchy stuff but it it was I don't want to justify Roger. I'm not even. I'm not even saying saying we were a little wild out there. We 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 have been, but it wasn't the totality of the picture. Uh, And that is true. That's the thing. That's true. It wasn't everything because Uh, it was. We had a conscious era. Exactly. And I go back to you know a story that we can find right here on Four Corners TV. the cry of jazz Absolutely. It's a story that talks about the influence of of our culture on the entire planet right in a very modern context and at its intersection of misogynist euro descended supremacy and those kind of doctrines and it points out that the story of who we are as a people it very specifically it very explicitly points out that the story of who we are as a people must be atoned for in order for the myth of this nation to become anywhere near its professed reality right anywhere near its aspiration but until that happens it's going nowhere and because it's been stagnant for so long it's why we're seeing the erosions that we're seeing we're seeing this inability to government the inability to government i clearly need it we see this inability to govern that has led to you know the brinksmanship of a government shutdown that has you know the 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 factions in the republic republican party trying to consume the the republican party and the only way forward was to partner with the democrats and in doing so it's alienated half of the Republican Party, well, more than half, but that's fine. But here we are at this unwillingness to atone for how we got in this predicament. And until, until, like we were having this conversation yesterday, until there is atonement, until that happens, it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, like, true, not, no, oh, we were sorry. No. No. Like a real... No. No. You because know. because words were one thing at some point, but those the effects of those words because words sound power, right? And so those words became the sound because because that becomes the narrative and the power is where we have been marginalized in this entire society in this entire history, and when that power, yes, and liberty for all. Maryland's attorney general wants banking restrictions that impact marijuana dispensaries change. Marijuana. 
what when they they Maryland uh, they want Attorney General wants the baking restrictions changed for um, marijuana dispensaries. Why are there restrictions? It's a it's a legalized. uh, It's 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 a normal business on the state on the state level. Remember that this is still a Schedule One. No, it's not. It's a recreational. It it federally. It, yeah, it's federally. And it's banks a work on a federal level, right? Isn't that why? No, you can have a state bank. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But you can have state state banking regulatory authorities, which is why some states are better to incorporate in than others. So what, what, what not, this article is saying, and the article is from WJZ News. It's saying, despite the growing number of states that have legalized cannabis, it's still considered an illegal substance under federal law, preventing most banks from providing services to dispensaries. So that's why, because it's still uh, federally, it's not Mm. the only state. Which, on that, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, because, see, this is the kind of thing that has me very curious about the sustainability of the contract that is the Constitution of the United States of America. Because there are policies, there are advocacies, there are there are cultural norms that that are effective in a state that aren't effective in the federal system. And so how do you hold a country together when every state, right, has all of these different norms and conventions? Well, that's, that's, that's basically what, what uh, the beginning of the whole country, well. There was a whole war about there's, it. Yeah, there's a war about all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were a couple of them. There were to get, there, there to, was to get some, everybody well, on the same. I, I would say battles. The, yeah, the battles. battles. They called I them. Really, this I can't see. I can do this. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get you a real one. We'll get yeah, you a real one because this yeah. is really hard, yeah. and I can see that when I'm trying to talk with that, it's still really low. Yeah. But when I'm talking like this, you can hear me. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it, we'll, we'll, yeah. Well, I have. We yeah, will. Do, it'll change. We will get. Another one Good, of these. Rest. We will get another one of these for you. Never let it rest. Until your good is better. And your, your better, better is your, uh, 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 better. Better. <laughs> On that note, um, along the same lines, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's a landmark cannabis banking bill that says scores a win, and this is from Axios. Uh, so they're talking about how this Wednesday. Your hair looks really nice. Thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you look crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, a, a landmark federal bill that would protect banks that work with cannabis companies appears headed to Senate floor after passing out of committee on Wednesday. Was that state or federal? The Senate, the federal, the U.S. Oh, yes. Oh. So it's good that it's 
all of these things are happening at the same time in state and federal. Mm -hmm. So especially living but, here in Maryland, if you ride the route, but be it, cautious on which road you drive because some of them are federal. So yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> which one? 295 is but, federal, correct? I believe so, yeah. yeah. So be careful. Yeah. So be yeah. riding dirty on 295. But it, here's my question. Here's my question, right? Isn't that a little bit of putting the cart before the horse because you're working for these regulations for, you know, you know, uh, the cannabis economy, right? Right. Uh, on the federal level, right? Mm -hmm. But at the, at the moment, it's still federally a uh, uh, Schedule One. Well. So don't we have to move that? I mean, I I, I mean, yes, we so have to put in the infrastructure okay, for for commerce. We absolutely have to. We can't wait for it to be decriminalized and and you know descheduled. So I, I, I guess that's I, I guess it's appropriate to be, be beginning this because that'll begin because the economics, aha, uh -huh, the economics will push the deregulation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, also, I'm like, it's all looking, about the money. You're looking at it it's from a straight government the, uh, thing. Uh, uh, you're uh, like, uh, oh, the government, the government, they're a corporation, bruh. So what their number one interest Above governing the the peasants. Cash money <laughs> ruled my life, y'all. The U.S. as a corporation, what they want corporation would be to to basically you know make the money. Yeah. They already had marijuana was already a cash crop. They're doing that shit again. They're making sure their crops are ready, yeah. and then they're gonna take it off yeah, schedule yeah, one. Yeah, and then, and then that's why they're getting the banks it. ready. Yep. So I mean that's what they're doing. So yeah. they want to make sure that when it is As ready, it was, they get so the biggest cut of the pie. And you know, I mean that's and, how it is. And the and here is and it's weird because at this point we're able to kind of see the impacts of this we're able to see the impacts of this kind of um prohibition, right? Because right. Way um, back in the day, it was it was like you just said, it was a cash crop, and you see the social impacts and the economic impacts of its criminalization of it of its schedule, and so now they're they're scrambling to make sure that they can re re reindustrialize this crop, and it's been a and <laughs> this, this sounds like a this sounds like an old head smoker, you know. But I mean, that seems to be what's been missing from the cultural zeitgeist for a long time is like the ability to just fucking get along. Because sometimes there are situations in work, in pleasure, in business, and where it's like, will you please sit down and just smoke right. real quick so that we can get past whatever the hell is going on in your head? And not just smoking, but you know, edibles, oh, edible, and consume, tea. Yeah. Oh my gosh, drink some tea, tea to the H to the C. Put in some because popcorn, you need to see down. how the hell you be teeing. Who you calling black? Who you call a black? Hit us up, fourcornerstv.net. We'll see you next time. Meet you at the crossroads. Meet you at the crossroads.